Beth Ann. What's up? I'm Ayla. This is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. And welcome back to Serious Sundays, where we talk about all things in one single series, chock full of spoilers. If you have not watched this series, turn away now, turn away and don't look back. I'm just kidding. Please come back. Uh, <laughs> or just spoil it for yourself. Whatever you feel in your heart is Take the right thing Take our expert opinion and apply it to your life. <laughs> Today we are talking about a true masterpiece. In my opinion the best BL ever made. Uh, we had a rocky start to this one, but before we get into all of the nitty, all of those details and uh, how one of us on this podcast is uh, a true betrayer, uh, let's get down to the basics. As usual with every series Sundays, we start out with the synopsis of the show from my drama list. And so let's get right on into it until we meet again, uh, was a show from 2019 produced by studio Wabi Sabi. There are 17 episodes. You can watch it on YouTube. It stars fluke as farm Ohm as Dean earth as in touch and cow as corn. So, and then a bunch of other side characters that are amazing, namely Boon Prem and Sammy. So, the synopsis goes, 30 years ago, Korn and InTouch were university students in Bangkok. InTouch entered Korn's life despite knowing that he was the son of one of the most influential people in, gang- in Bangkok, the mafia. At first, Korn kept pushing InTouch away, but in the end, he couldn't resist the boy who was so full of life where he was the exact opposite and decided to let him into his heart. Their story ended with tragedy, but something had already tied itself between them, bonding them together even after they were dead. Years later, a freshly returned to Thailand, Parm, who is a freshman in T University, has grown up always feeling like he's waiting for someone. Being riddled with sad dreams that always left him waking up with a wet face, fear of loud noises, and a birthmark on his temple, the boy has always felt like there is someone he is missing. Dean, the third-year swimming club president at T University, has also spent his life searching for someone whose face he cannot remember. The red thread of fate that had tied them together in their past life once again pulls the two boys back to each other, tying them to each other and a past that might not be worth remembering, but a love that is unforgettable. Because the red thread that binds the two hearts together will always lead one back to the other. Even though it might tangle or stretch, it will never break. <laughs> oh my god i have literally not seen that synopsis until right this very moment i'm one of those people that does not read a synopsis before i watch a show which has led to some like interesting revelations for me like i didn't read the synopsis for he's coming to me either and so then when like these synopsis like tell you the whole story like you're not surprised by anything which when I told you to, well, I didn't tell you to watch the show. No, no, no. Okay. Let's... It was on the list, but I was like saving it because of like, it starts with a suicide. <laughs> so I like, don't, I don't want to tell you that because I want you to be like surprised by it. I don't want to like ruin anything. And so, yeah, I feel like it's important not to read the synopsis because then you like yeah. ruin the story. Oh my line. God. I almost cried while reading that synopsis. And if you've been following along and you saw the episode where I started crying over gun smile and three will be free, <laughs> like, you know, that's not an exaggeration um, uh, because I literally cried on camera over gun smile. So, so good. here's the thing. I watched until we meet again 
not knowing what was going to happen. And the story here is that I had gotten into BLs and I asked you to make me a list. And so you made me this whole long list and you had told me um, Uh, because I asked for it. Because once I got you, I, I didn't care. (laughs) <laughs> well, you told me which couple went with which series. So it was like, okay, Off Gun was Theory of Love. So I went ahead and watched Theory of Love because everyone was always talking about Off Gun. And I wanted to know, you know, I was like interested because yeah. I wanted to be a part of the community. And so I didn't watch until we meet again for a really long time because in your notes, and I have it in writing, you told me the main couple isn't that good. We don't really care about them. It's all about Boon Prem. And I was like, why am I going to watch a show if I don't care about the main couple? And so I just kept right. putting it off because you kept describing, you were like, until me, you were like, it's not that good. It's not that good. It's not that good. It's no, just, no, no, no. no, you did. You did. I didn't say it's not I would that ask, good. should I watch this one next? You'd be like, no, I didn't care about that main then. couple. Okay. Well, that's your first <laughs> betrayal. Okay. And honestly, we're going to leave okay. it up to a court of your peers. <laughs> Clearly. Because you Honestly, threw yourself under the bus last episode. I'm going to throw myself I, under the bus this one. I finally watched this because I was getting down to like a part of my list. Oh, I had tried to watch a show that will remain unnamed, but I couldn't <laughs> finish because there was a minor in it and it just like weirded me out. I couldn't do it. Um, a minor for the me US, watching butts. Not for Thailand. Um, but... I was like trying to decide what to watch and I went to our Discord server where I have made fast friends and I asked, I was like, what should I watch? And everybody was like, how have you not seen until we meet again? Go watch it right now. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And oh my God, seriously, (laughs) within, okay, the power of earth, the power of earth, truly Kuhart, like, I bow down to you because within two minutes, and I counted, like I looked at the t- I looked at the timestamp on the right. video. I was like sitting in my house screaming because, of course, if you've watched the show, you know it starts with Corn and In Touch literally killing themselves yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of you. Full Romeo and Juliet. And I'm like sitting in my house screaming, <laughs> like full voice screaming at the TV going, no, 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 because it's hit me what's about to happen. I like, I put two and two together and I'm just like screaming, no, 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 no. Because I know what's coming. Yeah. And I honestly was like emotionally devastated within five minutes of watching this show. And and just the way that they pull this show together, the storyline, the way that they do it, I'm so excited to get into all of it. But that that's one of the reasons for many other reasons. Yeah. This is my favorite BL. I think it's a true masterpiece. Okay, here's the thing. So I watched this when I first was getting into BLs. And I, of course, am viewing this from like a very Western interest i've loved pop culture for as long as i can remember and of course our media is very different so my first bls were why are you and tharn type clearly they're for something very different uh so when i watch this here's the thing i'm not an emotional person so the amount of crying that farm does in this show was just like 
off-putting to me. Okay, Plus, this is why on. I don't no, understand where you're coming from. Finish, I need to finish my statement. Plus, I didn't like his demeanor throughout this. I don't care for like that like damsel in distress, that like very, very like meek and mild. You have this like hot man in front of you who's like basically wanting to like be your boyfriend and you're like, <laughs> like you're like... It, I have a friend who won't watch K-dramas because of, like, the ones that she has seen, like, me watch. She's like, oh, I don't like this, like, pitiful little girl character. And that's what I felt like Parm, Parm was in this series. And I am a big um, Kawa fan, so I didn't care for Cow Earth. <laughs> so I'm so offended right now. Uh, I Like, I don't know if we can be friends after it. this. Second, I think this might... The second watch, I will say, I liked it a lot more because I was, like, actually paying attention and focusing on the storyline. It's a beautiful storyline. It's so creative and original, and I enjoyed the storyline. Farm's character... However, oh, my gosh. I'm never going to be able to remember how to pronounce Farm's ca- character. I, like, there's just so much crying. <laughs> I am, I, like, this might be the last episode. This might be the end of Let's Talk BL. Sorry, guys. We're not friends anymore. Uh, because, okay, here's the, I have so many problems with everything you just said. Tell me. The first problem is, yeah, he cries because of the storyline. So if you like the storyline, then that means you like the crying. Yeah. Because, like, oh, I'm sorry. He's just, like, subconsciously reliving, like, watching he, the person he's in love with commit suicide and then, committing suicide himself but also here's the thing fluke is literally the most beautiful crier of all time i have never seen somebody cry that beautifully like Like, the one that hit me when it really hit me the most was when he's in the supermarket and he so Dean is there and he's like reaching over farm to get something and like they get really close and farm just starts crying because like he's triggered okay I'm sorry for your headphones if you're listening to this on headphones okay (laughs) and it is when it hit me I was like he cried with no lead up right like he was stone-faced and then just like crying and he is beautiful and so it fits really well with the storyline because he doesn't know why he's crying right Right. like that's the thing he doesn't find out about the suicide until like the very end they don't under he doesn't understand what's happening so dean had p dean p dean p dean (laughs) has more of like a handle on what's happening than farm does because he's he's seen more right um and so farm like that's why the way that he cries and I don't know if I'm just giving Fluke too much credit as an actor, <laughs> but the Probably. way that he cries is perfectly in line with the storyline in his character because yeah. he goes from nothing to just crying and he doesn't know why. So there's no like heavy workup where he's like heaving and sobbing and like right. it's just he starts crying because it's this subconscious thing that he can't control. And so I, that's why I just think the crying is so impressive and it's so integral to the storyline because – so farm is in in reincarnated so farm is in touch reincarnated and he is the one that went through the most emotional trauma because of this because corn is the one that left him 
And so, like, he not only committed suicide and died, but he also watched the person he was in love with die in front of his eyes. And so, like, he has a lot more emotional trauma and baggage tied to it than Corn does, who is reincarnated as P. Dean. And so, it there the crying I just feel like is so integral. Number two. I disagree that Fluke played like a damsel in distress kind of thing because I think what is so interesting about Until We Meet Again is that it's so tied to destiny and fate that Mm -hmm. like, honestly, Farm is like, I don't know if I'm gay. Like he fully says that. He's like, I don't know if I actually like guys or if like I just like this person or if it's because of – and that's a major plot point toward the end. If he's like – if it's because of this red thread and the destiny, he's like, I don't don't know what's going on with me. So I disagree that it was a damsel in distress. And I think it was more of like a – he wasn't ready to like dive into that. So – why should he like farm gets pressured a lot in this series to make like very emotional romantic decisions right when he shouldn't have to so like number one with dean and then number two with alex is the character's name uh who is the like drama club president who sammy is like all or manau is all super aggressive uh you know dying over but so like that's a major plot point where, yeah, basically he has to tell him, like, back up, I'm not into you. But I think that just, like, expecting Farm to be, like, totally cool and in love and, like, yeah, let's be boyfriends is, like, not fair as a character, like, a real thing. So I disagree that he was playing a damsel in distress. I don't think I don't think he was waiting for anybody to save him from anything. I think he just wasn't ready to make that decision for himself and he shouldn't have to. Right, right, right. I'm not talking about him in those situations. I'm just talking about him as a character. He just like is a, is a sweet, meek little child. And He's I just sweet. He's a nice boy. Yeah. I I thought. Coming from somebody who <laughs> loves Counter Turbo so much, this makes zero sense to me. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, I we all have our preferences and what Ayla and I have learned is that our preferences are very different, which I think is interesting about our friendship because I can fully appreciate Ayla's loves and she can appreciate mine, even if we don't understand them in the least little bit. And until we meet again, I think was uh, a true test of our friendship. Because I watched it and I loved it so much and I couldn't understand. I think it was the time that I watched it. I really like flew through it. I was living at work. I just like was not paying attention as closely. So the second watch, I will say, I definitely am more on board and really did enjoy just the overall show. These actors and characters are not ones that I will necessarily spend a lot of time watching extra content on because that's what a lot of the BL culture kind of lives off of right is that like you watch a show you really enjoy these characters and these actors and therefore you like pursue more and so for this show I will say like I appreciated it I thought it was fascinating uh (laughs) we should go through the connection of like 
who is actually who and then who is related to who because man this needs like I should have written this out because I feel like you need like an actual visual because okay here's the, the thing second though. rewatch I like got to the end and was like when they started explaining like who's related to who and like who is who and I was like oh god wait what is happening oh my gosh I have the I had the opposite reaction what I'm like I think the most impressed with until we meet again is that it has the potential to be very complicated because of the plot line but I feel like they do such a good job shout out Wabi Sabi of telling this story that it doesn't get confusing and so I just ain't that you have corn you have in touch yeah and they die Sad. You flash back to it 800 million times. Honestly, I still cry thinking about it. This this soundtrack, sometimes I listen to it just to cause myself pain. Honestly, I've cried in the car over this, like listening to this song. But so Corn and In Touch. And In Touch is reincarnated as Farm. And Corn is reincarnated as P. Dean. (laughs) And... And so when they are reincarnated, Farm, the human, not the soul, right? So Farm has his own soul, but Farm also is carrying in touch's soul. <laughs> and so Farm's like physical body is actually an heir of, so a, a, a physical blood relative of Corn's biological family. And Corn, who has been reincarnated as P. Dean, who P. Dean has his own soul and his own body, but also carries the soul of Corn. Dean is really is a physical blood relative of In Touch's family. Right. And so P. Dean's grandma <laughs> is farms. Not farms. P P so P Dean's grandma. Yeah, you, you figured it out. <laughs> is in touch's sister. Right. So they essentially, in shorthand, means they were reincarnated into each other's families. Right. And that's it. That's the whole story. There's nothing more to it. <laughs> the the woman that corn or sorry, the woman that Dean meets. His grandma. Is that his grandma or is that his, that's his grandma's that's his, sister? That's his grandma. That's his I thought his grandma died. Mom's that's his his mom's mom. Because he tells this whole story about Didn't his, his parents die, which is why one he's of back one of his, his parents? one of his grandparents died. So okay. Let me <laughs> tell you about P. Dean's story. P. Dean. Yeah. Uh, um, so P. Dean who has a real fancy house. Has a real fancy house. And he grew up with his grandma, who was his dad's mother. And he, for a variety of reasons, stayed with her. And he he has two siblings. pretty common in Thailand. He has two siblings. And so his two siblings grew up with his mom and dad in Bangkok. And so after P. Dean's grandma dies, paternal grandma, he moves back home and he's like going to university and he's living at home with his mom and his dad and his sister and his brother. Right. And his, so you see from the beginning, his parents aren't around and his sister right. and his brother kind of set up like, oh, well, Dean wasn't really raised with us. And so we don't have a close relationship with him, but I really want to get to know him more. Like I want to know my brother. Yeah. And so his sister is friends with with Manau, who's played by Sammy, who is one of Farm's best friends. And so that's where, like, that friendship connection comes in. 
And so that's how, honestly, Farm gets a lot of his info about Dean at first is like through this sort of like connection. Right. And so you find out later on, like fast forward through um, almost all the way to the end. Yeah. Honestly, Dean has figured out what the connection is like Dean has figured out the reincarnation and what happened and the suicides. Like he's like a little, little detective boy solving mysteries out here with the help of, with the help of farms cousin, who is the son of the son of, so whose grandpa is corn's original dad and corn's corn originally wanted to be a police officer because his dad was a mafia man and when he couldn't be a police officer his brother became a police officer instead so now his son who is john a wig (laughs) um i'm sorry we have to talk about the wig eventually So so his his son uh is friends with is like the um university senior of dean's younger brother and And also farm's cousin who lives next door to farm (laughs) got all that you with me so Um, far so So, there's so it's because there's so many siblings because oh and dean and jar are friends because of the like the little brother connection and so he has through the help of jaw whose character's name i don't remember well no um, through the help of Jaw, he has been like, hey, can you go get this info from the police station for me? And Jaw is like trying and trying to find the info. And it's like basically blacklisted because he doesn't realize that the person that committed suicide was actually his uncle. Right. Um, and so there's like a family connections and that's why it's all covered up. And he's like, even though my dad is in the police station, like this is all I could get. And eventually Dean is having enough like information flashbacks plus the info he got plus like some other stuff he's doing to figure it out so fast forward through all of this and finally dean happy dean has figured out that he is biologically related to in's family right so in who he loves who corn loves who is living in who is harbored inside of parm's body yes is in is his uncle. <laughs> yeah. Um, you sure yes. about that? I am sure about this because there's a scene when this is after they've like started dating and um, after the aquarium. <laughs> so there's a scene after P. Dean and Farm are dating where Farm is in his house and he like goes upstairs and he sees a picture of his mom right. and he of Dean's mom. And he realizes that's his niece or that's like his niece. And he like says her name. So yes, I am sure about this family connection. And so P. Dean has figured it out. And P. Dean is like, oh, I really want to meet my mom's mom. Like I really want to meet my grandma on that side because he knows what's happened. And they've been kept apart because the the dad's mom really hated the mom and her family because right. she got pregnant like when she was yeah. in high school. Right. And so the grandma on that side, so the maternal grandma who is In's sister, who is farms, <laughs> like not biologically related to farm yeah, at all. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, 
basically tells him like I thought that she raised you to hate me and so that's why like we never saw each other and I never reached out and so he goes and he meets her and he's like immediately sobbing because of the like connection with Corn because Corn knows who she is and like Corn never meant for any of this to happen and so there's like a double layer of emotion there because it's like it's Corn trying to make up for like what he's done And having to deal with, like, the repercussions of his actions. Because I – and I think that's one of the things that's so interesting about Until We Meet Again and how they chose to reincarnate them into each other's families is because Corn really is the one that is in the wrong here. Like, Corn did the bad thing. Right. And so he – when people commit suicide, a lot of times, like, they – I mean, every time they don't have to deal with the repercussions, the fallout of like what Mm -hmm. that has done to the family, the people that they've left behind. And so when he committed suicide and caused in to then commit suicide himself, he not only affected his own family, he affected in's family. And so now he is having to like actually deal with the repercussions of that because it has, because those people have become his family, right? Through Mm -hmm. Dean. And so there's this double emotion of, like, corn working through that, like, through Dean. And then there's also Dean meeting his grandma for the first time in his life. And, like, she's telling him how much she loves him and misses him and, like, is so sad that they didn't get to have a relationship up until now. And it is, like, such an emotionally complex scene I this I love Until We Meet Again so much. I just love it so much. I love it so much. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not a light watch, which I enjoy more so. I like I like lighter watches. But at times it is light. So huge shout out to the friends and the side characters in this show because without them, oh my gosh, I don't know if anybody could get through this. So Team and Manau definitely. I want to talk about Team and Manau. Are the best friends. Yeah, so let's talk about Team and Manau. Um, I am going to this. This is where, like you said, we have different opinions, and it's okay. We can still love each other. <laughs> I we are showing the people how to bridge differences. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Win Team. There, I said it. Come for me if you want, Internet. <laughs> I think that Win Team is like the weirdest couple and not established at all. And I personally. Still have a chip on my shoulder because I feel like I deserved to get Team and Manau. Team and Manau should have ended up together. It's weird to me that they didn't. They had such this like cute little fun banter thing. When you see Boone, you don't you don't look away. Look, I get it. It's Boone. We all get it. It's Boone. But like Team and Manau should have been together. Yeah, Manal gets her a little boyfriend at the end, which was really cute. Yeah, love that for her. Don't love that she got like no storyline. Storyline for it. It just, I mean, they 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 like pepper it in every now and yeah. then, which is cute. But like, I mean, but with that with that main storyline being what it is, I don't think <laughs> it, they needed any other side storyline. Uh, and they were trying to develop yeah. Wind Team, and honestly, Wind Team got like no development. So I, it's right. crazy to me that people have attached so tightly to Wind Team. 
the power of Boone. Buy yeah. the power of Boone and Boone alone, I'm telling you. They also get their own series. After this, there's a series called Between Us, which, so again, because we don't read the books or the the novels, we don't know any of the other stuff. So it could just be that like they're, the novel is like very popular and therefore people know these characters already. They know kind of the story they're going through. And so but then how do you the- explain you? Cause you were one of those people that just like clutched so tightly to win team and boom um, prem and you didn't read the novel. Because Boone. Because that's Boone why I'm saying, that's Boone. what I'm saying. I don't know that it's a novel. I truly think it's the power of Boone and his fake tattoos that look so real. When I found out those tattoos were fake, I, uh, the, the we had a day I, of mourning for those fake <laughs> tattoos truly the thing that i also really loved about until we meet again is that they do bl tropes without it feeling like something you've seen before like the fact that like they're on a swim team they're in a university like they live in the land of bl tropes but like you don't feel like you've seen this before so i think that's really interesting and uh dean Parm's first kiss I thought was also very interesting that they're tied together with that red string yeah uh for that and I think that kind of sets up the way that it it ends and resolves uh with Parm being Farm being like uh I don't know if this is real and I need some time to process. I really like that, honestly. And I feel like as much as Farm is like the weak, quote unquote, weak one in the relationship, I think that that takes a lot of like emotional fortitude to say, you know, after yeah. he's found out what the connection is and what all of the sort of like mystical connection behind it is, is he's like, listen, I want to find out for myself. He's like, I want to be sure. He's like, I don't care how much everybody else is telling me. I don't care how hot Pedine is. And Pedine is very attractive. (laughs) He's like, I, it's not about all that for me. He's like, I want to make sure it's real for me. And he kind of goes through this like emotional journey for himself. And I just feel like good for you, Parm, because like it wasn't an, it wasn't like a nice meat tied up with a bow kind of ending. And the only other BL that I remember sort of feeling that way where it wasn't like nice and neat tied up with a bow and everything's perfect at the end was lovely writer because you have that ending with a where you're like kind of unsure. And that's almost what happens here too. And I just really appreciate that the storyline let him come to that on his own. Yeah. I think was so genius. Yeah. The boundaries. Uh, Bringing it back to you screaming at the television at the beginning. um, I was screaming at the television at the end uh, at the fact that they kept the gun. Like (laughs) when that gets introduced and farm is going through it, sitting on that floor, looking through the like keepsakes and stuff. And, the fact that these families were like, let's put together a keepsake box of the gun that these two boys used to commit suicide. I was just like, why did you keep the gun? Like, I just kept screaming over and over, like, why did you keep the gun? And the fact that, like, that- I mean, we've been know that that gang daddy, that mafia daddy is like a real weirdo, but also so weird. I've so I didn't think that hard about it. I just assumed it was like all the police. It was from the police evidence box because they didn't want it at the police station because they were trying to keep it like hush hush what happened. 
Oh, interesting. <laughs> that was my assumption. I didn't I, think that hard about it. <laughs> I also, speaking of the ending, when Farm is having his out-of-body moment, it was very, like, a Voldemort situation where it's, like, props to these actors for being able to portray this situation because I, I guess, like, he kind of lets in take over and he oh my god okay i just realized what scene you're talking about it's when they when they go back to the apartment right they're in that building they're that in they the apartment the same for like the yes. 30 years and they, like, so they go back to the apartment because they realize where he is and they're like running after parm oh so dramatic also the, I mom, love is, this scene. the okay. mom and his brother that are standing there they're like did they have any clue as to no. like What's no, they going have. On? I, I think like somebody called the mom. Other. Somebody called the mom and told her, but I'm pretty sure the brother is just like, <laughs> that whole but, scene okay. is wild. I love this scene, and here's why: because <laughs> In is mad at the right person, and it makes me so happy because so many times yeah. in like situations like this, you expect, and the way they kind of write it is, you think that everybody is going to be mad at. Corn's dad, who is Parm's grandfather. Right, right. But he's not the one to be mad at. The person to be mad at is Corn. Corn did this. Corn made that right. choice after he made a promise to In that he would never leave him. Right. Like, no matter how hard it got, the choice he went with was suicide. And what I love so much about this scene when they finally get to like hash it out, basically, because what you're seeing is In and Corn hashing it out like getting to come to some sort of like reconciliation after these like decades of like what's been going on um like after killing themselves and then finally getting reincarnated um which we have found out thanks to he's coming to me that the like legend is basically they're like they've been chilling in the graveyard until it was time to reincarnate is what <laughs> happened so for 30 yeah. years they were chilling in the graveyard Okay, and finally they're getting to like hash it back out. What I love about this scene is that In is mad at the correct person. He yells at Corn and he says, why did you leave me? He's like, you yeah. told me you would never leave me and you made this choice. Why did right. you have to do this to us and our families? And Corn basically has to like own up to his mistakes there. And I just think that is like so beautiful and just well done yeah. And yeah, the whole like out of body experience. And then you're like, oh, no, 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 fluke. Shh, you're okay. Because like so precious. And yeah, it's so good. It's just so good. <laughs> uh, there's a lot in the show. Another thing I want to talk about yes. is <laughs> Mad Props Cow Earth because I, as a viewer, got just as attached to Inn and Corn as I did to Dean and Farm. And that's really hard to do if you only have a relationship in flashbacks. Honestly, Earth, yeah. I, like, I love Cow and I think that Cow is a, a wonderful actor. But in this show, in this storyline, Earth carried that. Right. Earth right. carried every bit of that relationship. And you can really, like... When you are watching this, you can see and you can feel his emotion. Yeah. And he just does such a magnificent job. And honestly, out of all the kisses that there are in the show, and there is a lot of kissing between a lot of different couples. <laughs> That's true. Um, I think 
that in and corn on the beach when they decide to become boyfriends i think that kiss is like the best and most intimate and most just like nice and well done kiss out of all the kisses in the whole show yeah props i will say though props to cal because he wasn't given much to play with with this character because he has to be shut off like he has to be this stoic person who hasn't allowed himself to have any type of relationship with anybody because of his family and so yeah earth definitely like brings out this like fun sweet personable character that i mean i think anyone would fall in love with like he's just so sweet yeah i fully imprinted on earth like within two minutes of the show he's like (laughs) holding he's like crying on the screen and i'm like must protect it's that that that, like biological thing where (laughs) i don't know if you've read this article but there's an article out there that's like why do humans like feel the need to protect babies and it's because like babies and like cute furry animals and like basically anything that's like a hormone or something has well has evolved for a purpose of making you want to take care of them earth is like fully the (laughs) the personification of this like he has evolved to be that cute to make you be like must protect like I got you. Like, uh, I would die for you. <laughs> speaking of um, <laughs> the range that Fluke has as an actor, <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna bring this up. Please don't say the words. Please don't say it. Because please don't say the title of the cursed movie. The other, the other thing that I really want to watch that I haven't watched, Fluke is in a drama called like My Bromance. And they just did like a second or third season iteration of it recently. Uh, And so Fluke has been in this industry for a good while. And so he's played a very interesting range of characters. (laughs) So I'm really interested to see what he does next, especially because it's been rumored that uh, Um Fluke is going to be doing this like bodyguard that's not confirmed that's a real series that's happening um it's just obviously with everything going on in thailand not filming right now just like between us which please don't hold your breath for between us i i don't know (laughs) how to tell you it's not coming this year but it's not coming this year um yeah no that's they like film it on iphones and (laughs) You know. That uh, that own fluke series got confirmed. I do believe that I saw on the Discord the confirmation of it. So um, yeah, own fluke yeah. will have a gang daddy, like where they are the gang daddies type of uh, thing. Basically, like they're gonna have like guns and it's be like actiony. Yeah, it'd be very like, interesting. I feel like the the Thai BLs have evolved from university <laughs> into like gang daddies. Yeah, there's mafia. a lot of that. Uh, you know, there's everybody, everybody, now. light a candle for Ken Porsche and just cross your fingers <laughs> and hope and pray. Oh my gosh, seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the other thing about this show, we've talked a little bit about this, but the side characters and the side actors, you get a lot of individuals in this show that are just like in the BL world in general. You get Perth, you get Mean, you get Plan, you get. Uh, so many different people, which you haven't actually met Mean Plan and really haven't seen much of Perth uh, because you haven't 
watch Love by Chance or the second season. There's two seasons of it. And so Mean Plan are the focus in the second season. Uh, Please don't come for me about Love by Chance. I have my reasons. (laughs) And so it's interesting to see these actors show up in this show and be like, oh, this is, you know, I I really like when they show up across different shows, just like Yacht has shown up in like the past 10 shows that I've watched lately. I love Yacht. Yacht's not in this show though, so we're not allowed to talk about him. We need need to watch something he's in so that we can, or we need to do a series Sundays for something he's in so I can just have a platform to talk about Yacht for 30 minutes. Um, So good. We did talk about like replacing series Sundays every once in a while with just like us gushing about one actor. One actor. (laughs) I feel like that should be fun. Um, so until we meet again, <laughs> another thing that I like a lot about until we meet again is even though there's a lot of university scenes, they do get them like out on the town a lot. And like a fun yeah. crossover is that there's the aquarium scene in until we meet again. And then when they released, I promise you the moon, one of the first things they like, one of the first teasers they released, you saw the aquarium scene. And I was like, oh, I was all excited. Cause I was like, I know that place. I've been there. Yeah. 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 That's really fun. Okay. I will say I came around to the show on second watch some of these these shows it's worth watching a second time and paying close attention to certain things because i do i do like the show it's not that i didn't like it the first time it's that like it wasn't my favorite just it's just so intricate and interesting (laughs) to me and Look, I've said it before. I'll say it a million times. I'm all about the storyline. If it's like intricate and interesting and there's a lot going on. And also I love explaining things. So when I was explaining this to my partner, like, and that's why I like so much A Tale of a Thousand Stars is one time I had to explain the plot line of it to my sister's fiance. And I was like, and he got a heart transplant and none of that. (laughs) I'm like going through all the details and they're like, what do you watch? And I'm like, exactly. Honestly, It's so good. So I'm all about the more interesting it is. And I just think Until We Meet Again is the most interesting. And it makes sense. And it's fun. And, you know, one thing we haven't talked about yet that I want to talk about before we close out is the food. Oh, yeah. That's such a cool plot point. Food plays such a huge role in Until We Meet Again. And I... I, for one, um, anytime I get the chance, try and go out and, like, try Thai foods that I've seen in dramas or like I'll try to make them yeah um I could not uh, we successfully made pink milk which anything. I'm sure any Thai person listening to this is like oh congratulations you made pink <laughs> milk like but no we did it we like went to like a Thai literally drove to a Thai import store <laughs> to find the uh the Hales syrup so we could make yeah. this pink milk it's pretty good um good. it smelled a lot different than it tasted yeah, that was super Wild. interesting. Anyways, I'm always trying to like try the Thai foods that I see or like, you know, like we made the pink milk. I don't know that I would try making anything else. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that I'm super excited to talk about, because um, I kept it a secret too, is um, I recently got to try the dumplings that Farm makes for the little like uh, play that they're doing or the little movie that they're shooting yeah. that the drama club is shooting um, and basically they've come to farm who is a part of this cooking club okay. and 
they're like, hey, we need something impressive that these girls could like actually make in the thing, Mm -hmm. like in the commercial or whatever. And what he shows them how to make are these like purple flower dumplings. And there's a restaurant where I live that has them. And I had been holding out, trying to go with you, and it just never happened. So finally (laughs) I just went. And they're actually really good, and I highly recommend them. So if you ever have the chance to try them, um, I highly recommend it. The couple – I mean, they're just like dumplings. It's just like a fun shape and design. But they're good. (laughs) They're really good. Um, I really want to try the desserts. And I'm super curious because the way that they describe these desserts – because there's one dessert that plays like a really prominent role in the show. It's called Mm -hmm. like – flim flim or something like that i like <laughs> yeah yeah um it's like a like a jelly custard thing that he makes that right. like and it also plays a plot point with win and team like it, it goes across all the things all the people yeah. it like has meaning or something and i cannot based on the descriptions figure out what it's supposed to taste like <laughs> so if you have had this dessert Please comment and tell me, like, what is it supposed to taste like? I don't get it. And there's no way I'm going to find it here, honestly. Like, there's not a chance. And one day we will go to Thailand. Uh, But unfortunately, it looks like it's going to be a little while. So in the meantime, I have to live vicariously through hopefully listeners who can tell me what this dessert tastes like. Because I just – I don't get it based on the descriptions. What's it supposed to taste like? Um, I think Wab Cafe – is missing their mark a little bit by not having until we meet again themed desserts. <laughs> oh my god, Wobbin friends. Okay, Earth, boom. If you're yacht, whoever, I, like, if you're listening to this, genius business idea. We got you. Please until we come meet on our again, podcast and exchange desserts. Yes, I feel like that would be genius. When everything starts to get going again, I think they should have an Until We Meet Again fan meet and just have full Until We Meet Again desserts. I literally can't believe we haven't talked about the fan meet yet, but we 100% are out of time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go watch the fan meet content on YouTube. All we can say is just, please just Google. It makes no sense. (laughs) Please Google UWMA fan meet live performance. That's all you have to Google, or that's all you have to put in the YouTube search bar. Um, it is 900 million percent worth your time. Also, I actually just recommend all of the Until We Meet Again, like out of series content, because it's oh, a really so cute good. and fun. Like this group of people are so fun together, not just the Wabi Sabi actors, but like everyone else too, like Fluke and Ohm and like all of the side assorted people. Um, are super fun together. And I, I just really recommend watching all the out of series content because I, I love this show anyways, because I think it is so beautifully done and it tells such a beautiful story, but also own cow for life. (laughs) So good. Well, I hope you've stayed with us until the end because this was a long one. Uh, and yeah, thanks for joining us. This is let's talk BL. We'll see you next time.